stressed out like they were shot through. You should stay. It can change. There's good days and bad days. But one day down the line, it's time to show the stop. So the only time is now for a call. Hi, and welcome to episode five of This Is Your TV Life. Um, so if you were listening last week, you would have heard Lewis, Rush Brindley, um, who was in the 4 o'clock club. Um, that was last week's episode. But this week, we're going back to the 4 o'clock club and lots more, um, where we have Daniel Kea. Daniel, you'll know Daniel from playing Eli in the, the 4 o'clock club. He was also James in Doctors. He was in Outlander, Doctor Who, Waterloo Road, Being Human, just to name a few of the tours he's been in. Uh, <laughs> And lots more, but we'll touch on that um, during the episode. But welcome, firstly, welcome, Daniel. Hello, how are you doing? Good, thank you. Yourself? I'm not bad. I'm not bad at all. Good. So what? You know. well, that's a good start then. Why acting? Why did you choose the acting and things? What made you? For, uh, for the main reason, I really enjoy it. It's fun to sort of pretend to be someone else and to step into other people's shoes. Um, I think that that's... Uh, difficult that sort of nowadays when you're starting off in acting to look because I think a lot of actors do it for that reason but obviously when you're you know getting different parts you can't really be too picky and you just need to take what you can get to get to the point where you can do that but um no for that for that reason I want to sort of you know experience different sort of ways of thinking and there's you know there's nothing like being on a set or being on stage and you know doing a performance, the thrill you get from it is pretty, pretty incredible. Well, I know the thrill you get from being an audience member, uh, whether that be on watching on TV, whether it's in the cinema, <laughs> in the theatre, whatever yeah. venue you're in, um, the thrill you get as being a viewer. So the thrill you must get for, for being an actor must be fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. I can't, I can't describe uh, anything quite like it, to be honest. It's actually, it's just amazing. No, I can, I can understand that. So was there acting in the family, or are you the first kind of main actor in the family? Or? Um, No, not that I, not that I know of. Uh, I was certainly the one to sort of go, yeah, I want to be an actor. Um, and from then, my little brother has, has started getting into acting. Right. Now. Uh, he's, he's done a few bits and bobs. I need to plug for him now as well. <laughs> Get, get his credits in uh, <laughs> no but uh no i think i think i might be I, maybe there's some distant relative or something like that but I, I think i might be the first to show an interest in it the first to to, to do it as a main career and what, what yeah. were your parents first reaction because a lot of parents i'm sure are thinking you not want a real job like <laughs> you know like a proper job yeah <laughs> um, no well they've first... been um no well they've been really just supportive to the point where you would go you'd be quite surprised um because I'd imagine a lot of people would just sort of go oh aye, that's brilliant son that's brilliant just sort of let wave you off but no the it, I wouldn't I wouldn't be or done half the things I'd done without my parents support so you know I've got to thank them to the moon for that you know good no that's good and talk, talking obviously you've been you've been a Acting for for quite a while. Um, I know your your first kind of main role um was seven years ago. Is that correct? Two thousand thirteen. I'm right in saying. Uh, are we talking about the wee man? Yeah. Yeah. That was your kind of first I f- big role, wasn't it? I I would say so. Yeah, that's that's definitely. Yeah. Uh, that's certainly what your IMDb think... page says. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I think I was 11 when I filmed it. Um, I can't, I, it was either 11 or 13. It's 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 in it's in between those. I might have been twelve, so you know, it's 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 album. It, was, it was 2013 that film came I remember the, the film coming out. It was because for anyone that doesn't know, the wee man was was quite a big Scottish film at the time. Um, it was the could you see it as train spotting of its time. Um, <laughs> it was about Paul Ferris, the gangster, um, and Martin Compton Compton played your played 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 Paul, and you played the younger Paul. Yeah, that's right. You played Martin as a kid. That sounds a better way. Playing Paul Ferris. Uh, it does. Gangster or Martin. Yeah. Um, I don't know yeah. how about the play. Um, but that, that was your first um, <laughs> major role and uh, um, certainly big role anyway. Um, and you didn't start off lightly. Like You went into a, a big you know, film to start with. That yeah, was, I mean, it was... Like, even, even like with the type of film that it was, because it was quite, it was quite controversial in Scotland for the sort of history surrounding it, um, to the point where uh, Police Scotland wouldn't let us film it in Glasgow, and we had to actually film it in London, because of the amount of, you know, just just the 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 controversy that came with it. So they were like, "No, you can't film that here." I'm afraid. So we had to go down to London and and do it. Um, so, but I was oblivious. I, I had no idea what I was. I was, I was eleven years old, you know. And and, and my my dad sort of kept that completely out of my purview. So I just sort of went on, had a nice time, and just you know, did it. Um, pocket money. That's that's it. That's it. Get some pocket money and 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 mate, because Matt was certainly one of Martin's first big roles. It wasn't his first, but it was one of it. He wasn't the. He certainly wasn't the name then as he is now. No, no. I think he'd done. He'd done a Sweet Sixteen before aye. that, which was he a good done film. Much. Yeah. Obviously, now he's massive. He's in Leonard Jr. Oh, again, big, definitely um, big name. But did you, I take it? Did you learn a lot? Because you would have worked with Martin a lot. Because you'd had to get the character the similar. Like obviously, you were a lot younger in the film than he was, but you were playing the same part. So, did you yeah. work with Martin a lot and things at the time? Um, surprisingly, no. I mean, I'd I'd, I'd met him a couple of times and I'd, I'd spoke to him and we'd had like a good few conversations and that, but there wasn't like a you know a, a real effort to try and make up performances similar. I might I might be misremembering this, and my family. Will, you know, say what you, you did. You do not remember, and, but um, but I, I don't I don't remember it specifically. I remember him sort of coming on set when he when he done his scenes to sort of say, "Oh, well done, pal," and or, or you know, keep doing what you're doing, or whatever. You know, bits of encouragement. But there wasn't a huge effort to sort of make the the performances similar. Oh well, there we go. So, but as I said, that was your your first main part. Um, what was it like as a kid stepping onto a, a movie set like like that? Yeah, I mean it was it was quite it was quite surreal. Um, it was, I, I, it was, it was as if I'd like won a ticket to like a fun fair or something like that for like <laughs> a week. You know, I was I was just uh, in my element to be honest. Um, You've got out of school for it. Obviously, you'd still been taught. Yeah. When you weren't just filming, but you were taking out your your own school and and taking down to London. And, That's right. So that would have been. Yeah. So that 
it was a week I, I filmed for, and I, I still had to do a couple of uh, tutoring sessions, and that completely took the wind out of myself. And <laughs> 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 you know, join myself on set, right, Daniel? Come on, let's go to tutoring, and you're put in a wee room with us with us teacher, and you're just I made to sit there and 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 do schoolwork. So it was like. It was a come down, to be honest, <laughs> from enjoying us, you know. But um, no, it was really good, really fun. Hi guys, I'm away. I'm away. I've got a week off school now. <laughs> Bang! Oh, yeah. No. Laughing, laughing, you know, with 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 bitterness at your pals. <laughs> I'll see you, see you. And then when you get down there, there's a wee classroom waiting for you. So, you know, oh, that wasn't as what I was expecting. Your dad no. didn't sign the contract well, did you? <laughs> So you, are you still in contact with any of the, the cast from that film? Like, have you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got I've, uh, some of them on 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 social media and stuff like that. I drop a wee message to Martin now and again. Um, that episode yeah, yeah. it was terrible. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing, nothing that personal, you know. <laughs> uh, mainly, it's just, can you get me a job? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have played that character better in in Tracy. I would have been, no. Yeah. What are you doing? You should get me in. You should get me in. <laughs> yeah, kind of Scotch stick together. Come on. I <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, well, moving on because we had a, a TV podcast. Um, we had to touch on your, your yep. the wee man, but we had a TV podcast. You have been part of quite a few big TV shows. But two or three of them. Right. At the, well, you have, you have, but two or three of them were at the time of them starting. So you went like, um, for example, you're in, you're, you're in episodes of Outlander, um, but mm-hmm. in the you were series one of Outlander, wasn't it? So it was before it had really, uh, yep, it was, or or early two, right, yep. either the first or the second, I couldn't remember. Um, but that was before it had really taken off to what it is now, because Outlander's now massive. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of the shows are before they were massive, but maybe you played a part in it. But the first one, first big TV show that I, certainly that I know of um, was Being Human, which back in its day yeah. was, was quite big. It was BBC Two, it was a big drama. You were still quite young at this point, because I think it was the same year as The Bee Man? Yes, about, uh, yeah, I think so. I, I think it was, yeah. As, as the big man. If not, it was very close. It would and have been either that year or the next year, yeah. Yeah, so it was certainly it was not long after certainly that that film, um, because uh, the thing is I, I read IMDb, but I don't know whether that's the year it was made or the year it was shown. I can't even remember which which one they do. Yeah. Is it? Well, if they said if they said twenty thirteen for the Wee Man, that will have been like when it was released. Because I was eleven when I filmed that. I'm remembering it now, so it was like a couple of years. Afterward, that it well, was certainly released. on IMDb, the wee man and being human are the same year. Um, right, okay, so you're still quite young, anyway, when you film being human, yeah. Um, so obviously, you've gone from, from doing the wee man to TV, um, you did a few parts in between, I understand that, but um, unfortunately, we don't have all day, so we can't talk about everything you've done. <laughs> um, we're, we're select, I'm selecting a few of your parts, and um, what was it? <laughs> being part of that like being human as a young person yeah um well it really only dawned on me afterwards like how actually like serious the sort of show was because like the the only scenes that i'm in are really like um uh 
the 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 protagonist uh, i'm i'm her little brother in it and it's about establishing her relationship before she ends up uh, spoilers by the way for anyone who <laughs> hasn't seen it um yeah, long, she long ends long. up dying yeah she ends up dying and she becomes a ghost so it's more to sort of establish her sort of relationship but we were just at uh, a fun fair and we were on the dodgems and we were walking about you know so it's like again it's just this this dark sort of side of it is completely you know kept away from me and and then like years after when i when i'm finally allowed to watch it i'm like oh, oh my goodness this is quite this is quite harrowing <laughs> you know yeah, it's, it's <laughs> horror it's a horror tv show yeah definitely it Definitely. wasn't your fluffy kids TV show like you've gone on to do. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. Um, no, that's that's definite. But so take it that, that answers my next question. Then I take it you weren't allowed to watch it at the time. Your parents. Oh no, for 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 the wee man specifically, um, we I, I was allowed to go to the the premiere, but then I was sent away. Film started. So they went right. Thanks, thanks, Danny. See, you, see you later. And I was sent off. And likewise for being human, I wasn't allowed to to put it on until I was older. No, I can't understand that. So where was the film premiere for? For was it in was it in Glasgow or was it in London? Yeah, it was. It was in a um, Sydney World at Glasgow. Glasgow. I thought that. that I thought that dread it was in Sydney World. Uh, it, it made sense it being in Glasgow. Um, I know the big yeah. film premieres in Leicester Square, but it made sense it being in Glasgow. Definitely. Um, such a, a big story of, of Glasgow. Um, yeah. Um, so you were part of a, a rite of passage as a kid actor um, when you were, uh, certainly back in the day, you were part of Waterloo Road. Um, <laughs> you were in two episodes of, of Waterloo Road as two different characters. Am I right in saying that? Well, yeah. Um, one was a character and one I was, it was meant to be a character. And then when you watch it, it's you, you'll see me just walking towards Mrs. Mulgrew. See, I, people still say to me, oh, you were in Waterloo Road. It's like, I think it was massively overblown. But I think people have a lot bigger expectations to, to what I am in Waterloo Road. And then they watch it and they were like, that was it. That was that was that was rubbish. Uh, you know, <laughs> it was it was a couple of episodes at most. And the only the, the only notable thing I did was walk in uh, to my living room with a bottle of urine. So I think I think that's what what people remember. That was you know that was a plot point that was just you know explored there. But that's that's the most notable thing that happened in my tenure. So uh, every day you can walk into your living room with a bottle of urine. <laughs> Um, a lot of no. English think I am bruisable with you in, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole, but that wasn't, yeah, a proper. But that that was a um, a parallel passage, certainly for kid actors, because a yeah. lot of the like big names nowadays were date back to, to Waterloo Road. Maybe had been like other things before that, but they had also been in Waterloo Road. Um, so that that's a sign of good things to come for you. Um, which is always good, but because yeah. it's it's quite amazing how many people you can date back. But what I'm saying, basically, the only question for that was, what is the one thing you took away from from Waterloo Road? One thing I took away, um, and not literally. I'm not saying did you steal anything for the set. I'm like, I took, really? yeah, I took away the bottle of urine. I stole it, snuck it out. That was still good. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it here. No. <laughs> um, 
probably probably uh, being more serious on a film because I was a bit older and like I was sort of it was it was quite grueling to where it was because it was like a little sort of cottage like out in the middle of nowhere and it took for ages to get there and it was it was very much get in get the scene shot and done you know especially for that bit so I had to be my best behavior and there wasn't any you know young larking about you know you had to take, take it really seriously so that's act like a professional on set and it's still a job at the end of the day you know yeah no that makes sense definitely yeah so family's a big part of of, of everybody's life but obviously tv um if you're on like you've got a career in the acting especially as a kid because you'd have to be driven everywhere and taken to auditions and and taking yep. to recordings and stuff but the one question about that i've got is what show was your was your family more can i not starstruck that's not the word but like pleased that you'd got was there one that your mum or dad thought oh he's in this one now um probably doctors i think they were they were very pleased with that um because that i think that was like apart from um apart from the wee man it was a real sort of opportunity to sort of perform look look but something really quite, you know, uh, tangible and sort of very um, something quite serious. And and for my dad especially, he was like, you know, you need to get your sort of teeth stuck into this, you know, and get and get, you know, really serious about it. So that specifically, um, for the performance aspect of it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I just have obviously family's proud of everything you do. I'm sure, um, but I know like. I'm sure if it was my mum, there's certain programmes that she would be like, oh, I'll watch that, so I'll get in there and kind of all the rest of it like that. But yeah. you, you mentioned Doctors. Um, I think a, another rite of passage for, for most UK actors are one of three shows. If, you, if you're <laughs> a UK actor and you've not been in Casualty, Holby or Doctors, then you yeah. can't classify yourself as a UK actor. <laughs> my eye, certainly a TV actor. Wow. wow, that's 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 a harsh threshold. Um, I think I think wow. that's a kind of right. I think most actors, if you look back, have at least had a cameo of some sort um, yeah. in one of those three. But you didn't just have a cameo; you just say to, to take a full time residency up in Doctors. I mean, uh, yeah, I wish it was full time. I wish it was still there. Uh, you take, me, take me back. <laughs> um, well, we'll tag them in this. Don't worry, we'll tag them in this. Get them back. Bring, bring back Daniel to Doctors. Bring back. <laughs> Bring back James. James, that's his name. I was trying to look for his name there. <laughs> Bring back James. Um, but yeah, so you're in 22 episodes uh, of, of Doctors, to be exact. Yeah. Um, what what was it like to be in Doctors? It was amazing. Everyone was just really lovely. They work fast, like really fast. Like it's 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 said that actors should go on like soap operas like. Uh, early in their career to sort of teach actors how to let you know be very flexible with a performance you know because you don't have the time to sort of sit for 45 minutes and like read over lines and like assess how you're going to do you know your performance you get your lines like the night before and then you have to learn them and then you have to go in and they're there and you just have to shoot it you know it's it's very very fast paced and very keeps you on your feet so it's very very useful um 
Yeah, rather than the 45 minutes to just talk about lines, you've got 45 minutes to do the whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. From getting exactly. your lines to, you, yeah. Um, no, that makes sense because it's on every day. It's not on 365 days a year, but it's on when it's on, it's on Monday to Friday. Definitely. So a lot of episodes to, to churn out. Um, so understandably, like, it has to go fast. Like, I can understand that. And it is a, a good learning curve, I'm sure. Um, what was the best thing about playing James? Um, the best thing it can be more than one. It doesn't have to be a thing. It can be things if you want. Um, not going to tie down to just one thing. Don't worry. Best thing about playing James, um, definitely the sort of serious aspects of the performance because up to that point, again, excluding the wee man, and I don't even know if I would count that. I hadn't really been able to do a sort of serious performance in my career up until that point, so I was really sort of grateful to get something so um interesting and, and, and sort of characterful <clears throat> instead of you know you know what what i'd done previously yeah, that makes yeah that makes sense um what's the, what was the hardest thing about playing james um i was very sort of worried because um the character of james is is autistic and um i think it's very sort of important to to handle that very very seriously because you don't want to do a very sort of narrow stereotyped version of how people think autistic people are because it's very nuanced and it's very complicated and it's it's something that I was very sort of nervous about um but I hope that I've you know I've done an okay an okay job at it I'm you know I don't I don't know for sure but I just that well, there's no backlash really... out there. No, that. not no, but you know, if if we might, you know, if I if I become what I want to, you know, if I get to where I want to be in acting, it might it might, you know, resurface in some form. But I, you know, I, don't think, a... so. I think it'd only resurface if there was backlash at the time. I think. Yeah, that's that's true. But I, I, it's something that that you know, because I, I, you know, I've got I've got relatives and, and family member that have autism and it's just something that's that has to be treated very so what did they say about your performance have you you spoke to them about it and well i I think they're they're pretty biased so they said it was they said it was really good but (laughs) even if it was rubbish i doubt that they would they would never say that because they're so lovely um but yeah Yeah, yeah, that's the thing about family well no i don't know because i've got family and we're scottish come on there must be yeah no, there's, lovely, like. there's definitely a, there's definitely a few family members that would just say, "Son, I'm, I'm not being funny, but that was shocking." Aye. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're we're Scottish. Come on, right? I know how we are, right? We're <laughs> lovely people, but we're honest. Yes, we're very honest. Yeah, we're, we're very honest. Brutally sometimes. <laughs> uh, it's like, no, come on, mum. Like, let, let's be nice about it here. Give me some nice aspects. <laughs> uh, but no, that makes sense. So, did you work with with in charities or anything, or did you? How did you? How did the character come about? Was it just you and the directors, or was there people, inv- other people involved? Yeah, it was. Um, it was just a self tape uh, that I did. Um, I was originally meant to go down, but the snow it was snowing very bad, and I couldn't actually make it to to where the audition was. So I just had to send a self tape in, and and they they liked it. They thought it was good, and and then they said um, they did say that other people who had who had um auditioned for it had been very sort of over the top with it to the sort of stereotype point and 
they said that they liked that it was my my version was far more quiet and very sort of you know it wasn't it was you know it there's there's a sort of very sort of pernicious stereotype about about people with autism and I wanted to just completely avoid that like one hundred percent because it's not accurate and it doesn't it doesn't help anyone you know um no that and the TV and, and film and, and the art industry and it's on a whole has got a a job to do in that respect and and show that not everybody with a disability or or not everybody that's LGBT or whatever the the, the situation is at that point is the actual stereotypical what everybody believes is to be true. Definitely. Um, I'm not saying everybody, but what a lot of people believe is true. That's what what how a stereotype happens. Um, and I think that's what you, you look at the, the the big parts yourself and and like so the good doctor. That's the one that springs to mind. With, certainly with autism. Um, yeah. Watch that on on Sky. Um, but that's about the autistic doctor and and they both of those characters kind of for push away the, the stereotypes and, and show that they are just humans. They're, they're nice. Like, they're, yep, they're people. They're just people, and, and like, you know what I mean? Um, and it, it's great to, to show, but when you were, obviously, during the, the filming and things, did you work with anyone, or was it just literally what you knew and what you had learned? Yeah, because unfortunately, like, it's, it, it's a double-edged sword because it was very fast-paced, and, you know, as serious yeah. as the context is and should be should be taken seriously they're really uh, and it's something that i wish should be if if i was going to do it again i would have let, let been as ignorant as i was sort of back then to sort of the whole sort of context around it i would have definitely brought that up and i would have said about you know shouldn't we speak be speaking to people who actually are artistic to sort of get their input on this because i don't want to just sort of be putting out something that 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 could be inaccurate um so that i think that's something that's really important i think that should be encouraged uh, in in any projects that that, that come about um, no, that, that makes sense definitely 100 percent um any backstage stories from doctors that you can share yeah. any backstage stories things that the not see um not necessarily bad funny light-hearted anything any stories well, I mean, every everyone was everyone was just really fun to work with. Uh, this like it's very it's very rare that you're on a set and you'll get like a sort of oh you've got a big a big sort of story because again I hate I, I keep bringing this up but there really just was no time <laughs> to be to be going about you know you having fun stories for like Graham Norton or something like do you know what I mean it's like everyone was there you to work and get out get away as fast as possible um no but you know you you tried to make it fun when you were there and you would you would talk to the cast and the crew and they'd you know tell you jokes or you know just have conversations while you're while you're going on you know but, um well, a bit of a lie down. <laughs> joking. <laughs> joking. <laughs> i understand what you mean don't worry <laughs> no definitely yeah um so, so moving on slightly to something else that you've done um Probably one of the biggest shows, I would say. I'll probably put that out there. Um, that certainly you've been part of is mm. just a little show called Outlander. Um, I'm sure yeah. lots of people have now heard of it. Um, obviously, when you were first recording it, it was the first series, um, yep. and it wasn't it wasn't what it is now, certainly, because it no. hadn't even been shown at that point. Um, 
when you were filming with the rest of the cast, was it expected to be as big as it is now? Like, did the, was there that feel about it? Was there that hype? Yeah, there was, like, especially when I sort of walked on to set for the first time, it was, it, the sets were just, like, very extravagant and very big. And, like, a lot of people were saying this is going to be, a lot of a lot of money's been sunk into this, so it better be better be good. Um, so I think there was a there was definitely a sort of expectancy of it to be something quite big. Um, because there's a lot of money doesn't mean it automatically is going to be good. Because I've no, but if, things if, that have failed miserably. Yeah, if but if there is a lot of money, you you've got your fingers crossed the whole way. Oh, yeah, you know, exactly, yeah, <laughs> then, yeah. Definitely. The more money you spend, the better. The, the the more that the directors and the the writers and the the people that put that money into it want it to be a success but definitely like i've seen low budget things become massive and oh yeah there's, big there's... budget things feel miserably so it, it, the money doesn't automatically mean anything but yeah no 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 definitely you, not you, but be more you wish more than you you can yeah hope i think I, I think the creative team behind it definitely sort of thought that it would it would be pretty big because of the amount of money that, that they'd sunk in it if that if that's a bit fairer yeah um, that makes sense um, but certainly, what was it like to, to be part of, like, because that was, apart from the, the big man, or the wee man, I keep calling it the big man, the wee man, um, <laughs> apart from the wee man, um, that was your next kind of big budget thing, wasn't it? There was nothing yeah. kind of big, there was the big shows between then and now, but there was, that was your next big kind of budget thing. So what was it like being part of that? Because you were older then, so you had, you had got more experience and you were older and a bit more wiser. I'm not saying you were completely idiotic in the wee man, but well, well. You, had, you had learned lots between there and then. So yeah. what was it like being part of that? Um, it was, it was, because it, it, it was something that I'd never sort of done before, and it was just in scale, just completely sort of staggering and quite shocking how, how big it was. You know, you were, everyone was like, everyone had a job. There wasn't, there was no sort of, job that didn't have a sort of person doing it it was very much I'm trying it's 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 hard to explain because it's it's in you know the you know the the big studios at uh, Cumbernauld it's like the scale of that it's just absolutely sort of massive all of those places were like utilized and you were walking from you know studio a to studio and it's like it's not just a wee sort of going into a different it's huge big like aircraft sort of hangars and you know now looking back on it the the sort of people that had blown up from that it was like i i should have I, sh- I think i should have you know taken it a bit more sort of seriously when i was there you know and and spoke to a few more people to see see what would happen but it was it was really quite quite an experience well, it's made household names out of quite a lot of the cast. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. For example, Sam. Sam yeah. had done shows. Like Sam Holt, I can't even pronounce his surname, and I'm Scottish, and that's Hewan. Hewan, that's it. Um, <laughs> don't tell him I said that. Um, <laughs> um, but he, he had done stuff before that, but not really to the scale of Outlander. And he's now really, a lot of, especially a lot of women, uh, know who he is. Um, <laughs> yeah. And certain other species like men. Um, <laughs> species. Species, you know. um, <laughs> um, 
yes, a lot of people know who he is. Household, he's a household name now. So it's great that that TV shows can can do that to people. And you should like. So yeah, moving on. You 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 go from one big budget thing to you were. I can easily say you are part of one of the biggest kids TV shows, certainly of the two thousand. You'll not get me to say that, but I mean. <laughs> you see, like looking at the viewing figures of, of t- kids TV nowadays, it's not yeah. massive, and the Four O'clock Club had quite a considerable amount of kids watching. Yeah, I think that that is what I'm most sort of like recognised for. Like if if ever like I've I've been I've been stopped in the street a couple of times, and it's always been for the four o'clock club. But I think I underestimated just how big yeah. that show is among among young young viewers, um, which is which is brilliant. Um, well, it, it's dubbed, and I don't know, I can't say exactly who dubbed it, but it's dubbed the the twenty first century being chill. Yeah, I, <laughs> there was an ongoing joke on on set that it was called Grain Chill with better music. <laughs> so, so I, I know I won't say who coined that, but, uh, but yeah. Todd Carter, you gonna hit back? You gonna hit back on that one, Todd? Mm. Um, um, the only actor I can remember from Green Hill it was loads, but that's the only yeah. one. Um, yeah, so the the, the show, it, it was it, it, it is the biggest one of certainly one of the biggest kids shows certainly of of the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, I would say ever. I'm going to, I'm going to be proud of it. It's certainly one of the biggest wow. TV shows. Um, certainly of that genre. Certainly of the, of the sitcom drama type genre. But it was a musical. I'm sure if you those of you that listened to the last episode, we did go into a bit more detail of what the Four O'clock Club was. But it was a musical comedy drama show for kids. It was on CBBC, and you played Eli. Yeah, Eli. Eli, that's right. Eli, yep. Eli. Uh, I'll be honest, I never watched it because I'm too old. Uh, I'm not the demographic, <laughs> but I know all of it. Yeah. Um, so, ha- well, the first question I want to know is how much is Eli like Daniel? Very, very little. Um, very little. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'd like to think so. I'd be, I'd be quite shocked if someone said you're quite like Eli. On the because Eli, for those of you that don't know. Eli is an idiot, um, like he's just like, beyond the sort of the 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 pale of stupidity. Just the amount of trouble that he gets himself into—it's just absolutely shocking. Some of the stuff he he comes out with—it's bewildering. You know, when when you're reading the script and you're like, I've no idea what that means, but I'm going to say it as if I do know what it means anyway. Um, so I'd hope I'd, I I would hope I'm not like him, but there's probably something, you know. Probably something in there. Oh, that's that's it. Um, what was your favourite Eli storyline? Oh, that's hard. Um, can I do a toss up? Yeah, go on. I'll let you. Since it's you, right? Cheers. <laughs> since it's me, since it's me, um, it would either have to be the softly soap baby storyline or the Dungeons and Dragons storyline. Right. Um, For those of that didn't listen, go briefly into those two lines. Okay, Not so this detail, but briefly. The softly soap baby storyline is um it starts off with with uh, uh, the 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 female characters of the of the show looking at a magazine, and Eli sort of rocks up, and you know being his usual 
ignorant self just says, ha ha, look at you looking at magazines. How, how lame is that? And because he's so stupid, the girls actually convince him that the baby on the front of the magazine is him, as his younger self. And he was a model when he was younger and his parents stole all the money from it and kept it a secret from him all his life. And they actually convince him to show up to a supermarket in a big baby outfit as a sort of like return comeback of the softly soap baby. And uh, my mum was actually in that episode because Eli's mum shows up at the end and like, smacks him over the head and says, right, move, move, get move, keep moving. It's like, and it's really, it's really, it's really good. My mum couldn't do it because my mum isn't an actor. And it took me to sort of say, look, imagine I've just said something. And then she just, she was very quick to go, right, no, move. But so she, you know, but, uh, so that was that was one of the funniest ones. Um, and the other one, it was more the fact that in the latter sort of uh, stages of that story, I got to dress up as a princess. And, uh, you know, I, 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 felt, I felt very free in the dress that I was wearing. It was amazing. And uh, yeah, it, it was a really, it was a really fun time. <laughs> it was a really fun time. So you've heard it here first, guys. Daniel will be in series three of Recall Strike Race UK. <laughs> I, I would not turn that down for, for <laughs> at all. I would be happy to. I think a few, yeah. You'd have to have a bit more experience in the tucking section. Yes. Um, yes. That, that's the hardest bit of that. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> that's the only, that's the, oh, literally the only reason I would never be a drag queen. Because no, no, no way is that getting done. Um, who's your, and you can't say Eli for this one, you don't get the easy answer. Mm. Who's your favorite character in the four o'clock club? Mr. Bell. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Cause there's a, there's a real sort of, I, I'm a big fan of shows like uh, The Office mm-hmm. and, um, the, the sort of, the sort of desperation of, of, of the, of like David Brent is, is something that I find really sort of funny the guy who's just trying to keep it all together and is just very bumbling and, and puts a foot wrong. You know, that, I think that's quite a, it's a big staple of, of, of British comedy, like laughing at the, at the, at the main character of the show. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And Simon Lowe, who plays Mr. Belt is just, he's one of the best actors I've ever worked with. He's like just so versatile. He's so funny. He's just unbelievably hilarious. And um, don't tell him I said that. But, uh, well, I hate to tell you, you, you've just said the same as Lewis last week. You said exactly the same. Yeah, it's not. It's not. A, it's yeah. It's not a coincidence. Everyone knows that Simon Law is absolutely hilarious. Um, it was a, when I asked him the question, I think he said the same. He said Eli was the worst. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, only because not the character, more the person who plays him. Yeah, more the uh, more the actor. Yep. Yeah, yeah more the actor was, was worst. He's terrible acting. He should never do it again. Dreadful, dreadful. Terrible things should he said to Should be drummed out of the industry. Uh, and just... The amount of uh, things I had to edit out because it was just... <laughs> <laughs> um, Lewis, I'm joking, by the way, obviously. Um, just for the record. Uh, but he did say that, that Simon was, was one of his uh, favourite actors and, fa- and certainly Mr. Bell was one of his favourite characters. Definitely. So that's good to hear that you're all the same kind of thing. Yep. What was the hardest thing about being in a kid's sitcom? This thing, um, the waiting about, like the 
in, in complete contrast to like soap operas, like, like Doctors, there was an awful lot of waiting about on the four o'clock club. There was sort of huge, you could be called in for a day and like not be used. And you could be there for like up to 12 hours sometimes. It was very sort of erratic the way they, the way they filmed it. Um, but even that, because, because, and I will say this, it was, it's definitely the most fun I've ever had on a, on, on a project before. So you always sort of found stuff to do. Um, especially when it was, when it was long days like that, Lewis and I, um, because we were sort of in the, uh, sort of limbo stage of age, we weren't allowed in the younger performers room, but we also weren't allowed in the adults room. So we were sort of given a sort of essentially a cupboard that <laughs> that we over over the months sort of like modified and made it you know sort of our own little green room. We got a TV in there that we'd found that was lit for a different show, and we we just sort of lifted it and just put it in, plugged it in. I brought my Xbox down, you know. I brought some board games. We got a big poster on the wall, and pretty soon everyone was lit wanting to come in and just you know it's like no no you've got no, yours we can't got... come to your room so no, you're not no. exactly so yeah so we did we definitely sort of occupied ourselves so there wasn't it was never sort of oh you know i don't want to go into set today it was like going to a big summer camp with all your pals and you just you you just couldn't wait to get back on set um so, and you've probably you've made friends for life, like especially like St. Lewis. Um, you've run the podcast, which we'll touch on towards the end of this one because we don't want people switching off too early. Um, mm. So, um, you've got friends for for life. Really. Yeah, definitely. Um, without a doubt, and that that's good to see that you you're part and you're part of kids because as I said, I was saying to Lewis, um, obviously working in kids TV, you've got like a lot of of TVs biggest stars nowadays so the most a lot of adults you look back they were part of like kids tv yeah uh, whether that be acting side presenting side they've all somehow done tv a kids tv biggest one example is Aunt dick um, yeah, is definitely. the next one going to be daniel and lewis maybe uh, lewis and daniel sounds better actually sorry um wow <laughs> it's got but wow. it's like Aunt dick, <laughs> it's like Aunt. It just Aunt dick sounds better Lewis and Daniel. Yeah, no, but like, that's only because that's the way. Like, if you if we just said Daniel and Lewis for years, no Daniel, one would be Lewis like. And Daniel comes off the tongue better. I mean, depends whose tongue it is. So. <laughs> well, if you look at it, you look at Dick, who's more well known, Dick. You know. So, yeah, I mean, fair who's enough. the funniest? That's that's a personal choice. Daniel, Daniel, definitely, but, Daniel. Um. <laughs> I'm talking about deck side, not the loose. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. not getting involved in that debate. <laughs> um, that's that's too controversial. Um, no, but basically, what I was mentioning that for was, are you, were you at the time apprehensive, and obviously now, are you glad that that's been part of your training as kids TV? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I, I, I'm sure there was a, a wee sort of idiot. You know, that was myself sort of going, this isn't proper acting. This isn't, you know, what I want to do. I'm all about the art rubbish. No, just for the fact that it was such a good sort of experience and everyone was just so lovely and you just went on with a big smile 
and you left with a big smile. It was just, it's such a fun job, especially in that show, just with the people on it. And if, if, if it was, if it was a choice between being incredibly famous and doing all these amazing films or just doing four o'clock club for the rest of your life and having your, you, you know, just getting paid for that. I'd do that easily. It's just so much fun. I really would. That's good. I'm sure BBC will be glad to hear that. Uh, although it had big laps, um, it's, it's got <laughs> so they 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 chose their way. But I think that they, they decided to end it as a viewer at the right time. It was still on a high. Um, yeah. Still getting the ratings. It, it wasn't towards the end. Starting like a lot of shows getting to become mm-hmm. a disaster, losing ratings. Writing was terrible. All the rest of it. So at least it, it finished on a high. Um, which was which is that's the best time to end. Aye, definitely you is. Uh, not for the viewers because we want. More. <laughs> well, no, um, no. Viewers always want more, but I, I, for a show, it's the best time to end, definitely. And who knows, years to come, you might come back and it might be the half sex club time for bed because you might be all adults and. Yep. It will be. Do you know what it will be? It will be. I've I've been thinking about this a lot. It will be. Um, <laughs> No, I can't. I can't. Simon, uh, who plays Mr. Bell, um, kept talking to us because we're a little older and we play sort of younger people. He sort of proposed a, a, a version of the show where it's like Lewis and I are in our 40s and we're still just in school uniform, just, just trying to hold on to our youth as much as possible. Would you hear about Lewis and Danny? Who's Lewis and Danny? Those two 40-year-olds that still think they're school kids. Still in, still in That's what it'll be, be a really depressing, sort of hanging on to the past kind of show. That's what it'll be when it comes back. Um, well, they are trying to get Grange Hill back now, so in years to come, you never know before the yeah. time. So Who knows? Maybe they're... Merger, you know. That's it, you never know. But moving on slightly to, to a show that you only were in one episode, but I have to touch on it. Um mm. because it is it's a massive and it, it it's I'm not putting I'm not putting it lightly here, it is a massive part yeah. of British TV legacy. Like love it or hate it, you know what Doctor Who is. Like Yeah, definitely. Whether it's the originals, whether it's the, the relaunch in two thousand five that's now currently on, you know Doctor Who. You you Absolutely. You you follow Doctor Who whether you like it or not. Like it's part of it's well at the moment it's it's who's taken off of Jodie. It's always yeah. that it's, everyone everyone has a stake in who the next Doctor is going to be, even it. though they, well, even if they don't watch it. It's a TV version of James Bond. Yeah, like, let's be honest, in that respect of who's going to be playing them. Like if a TV like for example when the lead character in Death in Paradise leaves, nobody really cares who's taken over. Like they'll yeah. enjoy it, whoever it is, but they don't. There's no betting as such. Whereas with James Bond and Doctor Who, there's always the oh, who's taking over. And at the moment, it is because obviously Jodie's announced that she's leaving, and yeah. whether that's mutual, or I'm not going into that discussion of whether no. it's her decision or whoever's decision it was. No. But she is leaving um, at the end of the next series, and obviously now the the, the betting and the 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 talk is oh, who's going to take over. Um, and we genuinely don't know. I'm not asking you to put your toughens with us if you don't want to. If you want to, you're more than welcome. I mean, but... I, I have no idea. I, I have <laughs> oh, I'm not no saying you, you know it's who you would want. Oh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Just, just a good actor, you know. Someone that, who's uh, a good actor doesn't. That's a politics just... answer there, Daniel. 
It is, but it's like it shouldn't. I just, I'm not. I don't, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll see someone and I'll be like, oh, they'd be brilliant nearer the time, you know. Nearly, I think it could be announced pretty shortly because it's filming soon, and she'll have to regenerate at the end of the series. Yeah. So it'll need to be announced pretty soon. Um, well, maybe it's Bradley Walsh. Maybe he'll come back as the Doctor. Maybe. <laughs> the, 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 Do you know who would have been really good as the Doctor? Um, an actor called uh, Michelle Gomez, who played uh, the Master. She's in currently the... in Sabrina, or she was. That's right. If 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 she was cast as the Doctor, I think she would have been absolutely brilliant. She was excellent as the Master, but I think she would have been a fantastic Doctor. I think being the Master, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not saying now. Time. I'm not saying now. I'm just saying if they were, I if they lived in another world, yeah. uh, if she hadn't been the master, then she would have been a great. Yeah, master. definitely. I think now it would have been. Oh, even though she would have been playing a different character. Oh, you you played the master. That doesn't make sense now. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll think. Sense. Yeah, definitely. She is a fantastic actress, definitely. Um, without a doubt. But no, we'll wait and see. Nothing's impossible now. Nothing's nothing's off the card. I think before Jodie was cast, there was definitely the. There was the talk of a woman, but that was kind of shunned, but not in a bad way, not as if all women can't do it, but like Doctor is a man, it, it's been written as a man, but then obviously Jodie blew it out of the water. And So you were part of Peter's last season. Yes, I was. Um, so you hadn't worked with Jodie, but you, you were involved in a season that, that had the, what this season will have is, oh, who's going to take over, who's going to... Yeah, well, there was already rumours on set about, like, because it hadn't been announced that, that he was leaving. And uh, a lot, a few people were speaking about it, and and uh, one of one of the one of the the costume designers sort of just basically hinted it to me and said, I mean, he's he won't be here forever. Let's put it that way. That's what that's what uh, she said. So I was like, all right, okay. So this will this will definitely be his last one. And then it was. So um, so that was it was good to get a wee inside scoop when I was there. Um, but uh, I kind of walked off going, hmm, I learned more than I thought I would. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what was it like being to say that you've now been part of, of a British legacy? Like, without a doubt, you're part yeah. of that. Just a small part, but you were still part of it. Well, I, I, I didn't know this until recently, but I actually, my character that I played in it has a has a bio on, a, on the Doctor Who sort of wiki right. page. So whether whether you know I, I fall down on my luck and I never do acting again, I'm always you know in Doctor Who, which I'm I'm very very happy about. TV history. Yeah, uh, you could you could just like there is, it's undeniable the sort of cultural sort of dominance that Doctor Who has as a show. I've always been a big fan of the show, so like just myself, yeah, just myself getting told yeah you're going to be in Doctor Who. I was just thrilled, you know. I just do it. You do anything in Doctor Who. It doesn't as long as you're in it. It doesn't matter, you know. So I was. I took it with with both hands and and, and ran. But uh, no, absolutely. You, in, you went down to Cardiff, I'm assuming. That's right. Yeah. Filmed and um, but I wasn't sure if because I'll be honest. I have seen your episode, but I can't remember exactly which episode it was you were in because I've watched it all. So I will have definitely seen it. Yeah. Um, but I'm terrible at. So oh, this is this episode, and I'm not that kind of much of a geek with it. Um, that I can say, oh, it's that episode or that. No, um, but <laughs> most of it filmed in Cardiff, unless it was on 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 scene, like you because a lot a lot of the last season, or sort of certainly Jodie's seasons, have been filmed in Birmingham because that's yep. where Graham and that live. So um, Graham, I certainly 
got a companion I remember his name because it's my name yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time that I remember that but yeah so it was definitely been part of how TV history certainly was, was big um, so, so moving on slightly um, what was have you any funny moving on to Daniel more now we're talking about you and, and stuff all right okay any funny stories about getting recognised? I'm sure you, you talked earlier about getting recognised, but any kind of funny stories? Um, there was one. There was one time when I was out uh, with with my pal, and we were just uh, in uh, Glasgow, and it was the middle of the day, and we were in uh, a place called uh, Weatherspoons. And um, we all know, yeah, that's yeah. I just for anyone that doesn't, I'm just I just don't like to assume, you know, someone's like what's weather, but um, other other pubs are out there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should say, in the interest of fairness, that there are many pubs (laughs) in the British Isles, but uh, yes. So, uh, we were leaving, and we'd noticed that um, this young girl and her mum were sort of looking over a couple of times, and uh we just sort of brushed it off and ignored it. And then they ran outside as we were, they were still having their meal. They were like in the middle of it and both of them ran outside and they were like, oh my God, you were great in the four o'clock club. Is it all right if I get a wee photo? And I was like, I I, I thought it was like a joke or a wind up or something like that. And, and not, and, and uh, yeah, they were really lovely. Um, and I got a wee photo and they went back inside and uh, my pal uh, sort of said, I should be like your agent and we can make that happen a lot more. <laughs> you know, let's see if I can get it. Yeah. So I'd I don't know I don't know if I don't know if you know this, but um I went to when I was in doctors, I went to the soap awards. I was in, I was invited and it was it was fantastic. And my pal who was there uh, at the at getting recognized in the street, I took him down with me and I've got a few. I've got a few funny stories because he's incredible. He's an incredibly funny guy, and I've got a few stories as to how he interacted with a so few I of the stars he's, down he's there. Just a normal Scotsman. He's oh just, yeah, he's just a. He's just a. He's not an actor or anything like that. Yeah. I don't, I, this is what this podcast is about. <laughs> so you know, um, I can't. I feel terrible. I can't remember his name. You know, you know Tony from Hollyoaks. Yeah. Yeah, you I'm know, I know, I know. I'm trying to think of the name. Like, yeah, he's, name he's certainly, he's certainly been in it for years. Yeah, he's been. I think it's for day one almost. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we were we were in, and uh, my pal had no idea who he was, and he sort of like like because we had to go to this sort of arena, and we all had to like sit down and all that, and he was just like sort of. Chatting to him as if he'd like got in or something like that, as if he'd just sort of snuck in. He's like, "You, we're all, we're all going over there. You coming? You coming ways? Do you want to just come wait?" As if like he was like doing him a favor, as if like, <laughs> someone had snuck in. Do you want to come ways? We're, go- we're going over there. Come on, come on. Get in. And he's like, "Mate, your pal's really funny. Your pal's like." And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, Russell. He's in Hollyoaks." And he's like, "You still want to come in, anyway?" <laughs> 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 I don't know, but you know, it's that's 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 why that's why I brought them for that for that specific. Literally the so where was it that year? Was it Manchester or London? It was in London. It was in London that year because I know they do usually they do year about 
because last year it should have been in Manchester, but for obvious reasons it wasn't. Yeah. Um, for the same reason everything wasn't. Um, yep. But yeah, that, that's quite a, a good story. I like that when people get like, because that, that's part of my, that's one of my hobbies is, is going to like award ceremonies like that and not necessarily going to the actual award ceremony, but going to their carpets and, and being one of the annoying fans that asks for selfies and stuff. Um, yeah. And, and watching people getting selfies with people that you know, you have no idea who that is. Like, I'll get picked <laughs> I do my research, not necessarily my research, but I watch a lot of TV. So I'll know mm-hmm. likes of people that, that like yourself, that, that might not be completely well-known with being the doctors, but I'll know people like you that, that have been in the shop and oh, recognise your face, right? Can I, and I'll know who you are and things. Um, and then I'll, I'll ask for a selfie, and then I know for a fact the person standing next to me, I'll ask again, but I have yep. no idea who you are. Like, no. Yeah, there was there was certainly a good bit of that when we were down, like because I was like nobody. I can guarantee you that anyone that was there had no idea who I was, and yeah, I was sort of pushed along the red carpet, like just just because I was there, and and people were just taking pictures, and I was just sort of smiling like that as if you know try to try to look as if I belonged there. Um, <laughs> but it was it was really it was really surreal, and there there were like you said there were people outside. And my name was shouted, and there was guys like, "Can I get a picture, Danny? Can I get a picture?" So I, I, he must have known, but there was definitely people there who just, you know, in case they recognise you one day, it's like, "Oh, I've got a picture of him and my," you know. So you know, you get your you get your opportunities, don't you? You know. Well, it's like, the amount of people that I'm looking back now, I've got pictures of with that I will never get a picture with now. Yeah, it's like, it unbelievable. Like we'll talk about more about that after the. When for finished. Uh, oh, remind, excellent! Remind me, I want to. There's some questions I want to ask um, that I don't want recorded. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was you, you talked there. Okay, but well, we'll move on then. And, and you talked obviously about the super awards, but that wasn't your only brush with award ceremonies, because you are yeah. a, a nominee in, in in slightly bigger award ceremonies. Is that not correct? Uh, I was, yeah. Yeah, she uh, a nomination for a best newcomer in the the NTAs. That that's right. I was I was uh well technically I was shortlisted, or but I tried to get on the shortlist and I never I never made it. But but when anyone asks, it's like yeah, I was not I was nominated for an NTA. Yeah, well, right, I'll go, so on the shortlist, you know. just tell that you can't look up, <laughs> you can't look up the shortlist. Oh,そうね。いや、その勝利、いや、その勝利ですから、から、ね、え。Exactly。うん。で、要するにね、で、で、ブラティッシュ、で、スコティッシュ、で、ワールド、スコティッシュバーフターズ、ンサフ、ウ
one character's motivations are and what they do, you know, throughout whether it's a TV show or a film or whatever. I'd love to do one of them, but um, I don't know. I take t- I'm not I'm not sort of I'm not all that picky with what with what jobs I get. It's a job, you know, and and you either take the job or you don't, and it's you know. When, when, when there's no jobs coming in, it's hard to say no, you know. Well, that, that, so certainly in the last year, it's that's proven it. Like that, definitely, that, um, that acting's yeah need to get a new profession, but that's a different story. We're not going to that one. Um, I said that with Lewis, and Lewis, said, I'm not getting involved in that conversation. No, 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 no. no. Right, I'm, I'm on your side. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> the, the one thing, as I said to, to Lewis, the one thing I mentioned is they did backtrack very quickly on that one. Um, like the government yeah. can, they, they can backtrack, but on that one, they pat, backpedaled very yeah. quickly. Um, when they realized so. the, backsmash, the backlash from it. Um, that's great. So, obviously, we, we mentioned it with, with Lewis as well, but you, you do have a podcast, your own podcast. Yes. Um, right. It's called Shout in the Void. Um, yep. you, you host it with Lewis. Um, he says he's the main host and he's the better one. Um, yeah, well, he, he would. <laughs> <laughs> I have had a listen. It's 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 similar to mine, but different. Like completely different. It's just used to yeah. talking about TV and film and and books and the arts, basically. Yeah, um, you you you've got better guests. <laughs> you can be better. We've just, we just talk the two of us for like an hour, and most of the time we we try and stay on topic, and we end up talking about something that has nothing to do with the the title. So. But sometimes that's the best kind of podcast. Like if you look at, I said this to, to Lewis as well, for, for my listeners, in case you think I'm, I'm not reading the same script, it just happens to be the same subject. But I said to Lewis last week that the, the biggest, if you look at the biggest celebrity podcasts that are, that are out there and mm. the ones that they actually host, nine times out of ten, by the end of, this hour, by the, end of the hour or however long the podcast is, they're, they're, they're busy talking about something that's completely irrelevant to what... Yeah. The, 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 the podcast name is I um, mean sometimes they just make up a podcast name and go with whatever they want anyway so some yeah, of that definitely. And, and, and yours has been running for, for quite a while and it gets like quite a decent view or listeners not viewers um, to your podcast so you must be doing something right well hopefully you know but we you know we just we just go on and we just chat and we just you know try and we don't try and be funny we just think about sort of stuff that you know interesting stuff that could be funny and it's edited as well <laughs> so we, can, we can pick and choose what we don't like what doesn't work you know so um, you should do a live one live shouting into the void oh we're too we're not brave enough for that we're not brave <laughs> enough for that i tell you <laughs> it'd be good good practice for live tv definitely definitely um when that comes about but but that's it make sure obviously we, we said we were tagged um your podcast and and last week's episode as well but we'll do it again in, in this week's episode um shout in the void make sure you, you you tune in or listen to that after this one so finish this podcast first. yeah finish this uh, finish this one and we listen to, to shout in the podcast. <laughs> but that brings us to the last bit um we, we're, we're finished with with daniel and all your your, your roles uh, no we're not finished with daniel sorry we're finished with the roles you've played all right and um, yep. this is more about generic tv Right, okay. Um, now, as I've said in my, my previous episodes, we are in, currently in lockdown three. Um, although, by the time this is broadcast, I'm not entirely sure um, what will be happening. Um, but we're, we're currently in lockdown three of mm-hmm. what feels like 55. Yeah. Um, but 
what TV has got you through lockdown? That's a good question. Um, specifically, uh, one show that I really, really enjoyed uh, was uh, The Mandalorian on 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 Disney on Disney Plus. That's I think that's absolutely it's a fantastic show. Um, uh, the Sopranos. I'd never watched The Sopranos before, so I, I got I got around to watching that. Um, try to think. Try to think. What's some other good TV show? Uh, see, you watch loads, and then when people ask, you just it, your your mind just completely drains of what what you've been goes, doing. Actually, you never watched anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, those two definitely. Uh, one one for me last year was like so like your ITV had quite a lot of good dramas on, mm-hmm. like, like Quiz and and Days. If you're a Scotsman, you must have watched Days. I was gonna watch it and then I just I never I never got round to it. It wasn't like like a specific. I feel bad now. I you feel do realise that's part of being British is watching everything David uh, Scottish. I know. Watching everything David Tennant sent, especially I know. a murdering Scotsman. But I mean, I I've got. <laughs> I, I've got a wee, I've got a wee funny story for if we've got time for it when oh, I when I was at the when I was at uh, uh, the the Baftas because um, I had my mum and my and my my dad there and uh, my mum and I were like, trying to find our seats and this was this was way back in 2013 and um, we were walking and my mum sort of bumped into this really tall guy and she looked up and it was David Tennant. And he had, like, he had like, long hair that he was like he was doing for a play, and um, she looked up. And she was like, "Oh my god, it's you!" Like that, just just that on its own. And I was like ushering her off. Mum, go go. Sorry, oh. nice to meet you. Nice to. And then she just pushed her away. So again, that just that Scottish, <laughs> that Scottish, you know, honesty, you know, bleeding uh, through. Oh my god, it's you. <laughs> that sounds like a Scottish mum, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, no, so that was good. But um, no, I really like. I like. I like David Tennant, and it, he looked really. It looks. It looks like you know, the person that he's playing. Because I oh, looked up lip, lip pictures. It's eerie. The, the you know he, the sort of similarity. Looking good, like he's really, really good in a bad way. Like if that makes sense. Like, yeah. He doesn't play him like somebody. He's always glorifying like a lot of the the, the things. He's always glorifying him. It's not glorifying at all yeah like plays him as the psychopath that he is he's mm-hmm. scottish so most scottish people have psychopathic <laughs> a psychopathic streak not, not quite as bad as days obviously. no um, definitely not definitely not as bad as him um but wait, i watched no. i watched staged so, you know, so, just thinking that i haven't watched that it comes through my head there if you're not it's, it's actually really good it's with david Tennant and uh, martin sheen and they're, oh, and they're both yeah. very funny in it um, well, I need to watch it because I'm a big theatre fan, and, it, and I do need to watch it. But I'm like, you'd be surprised that you'd be surprised at the people that they, they get in it. You're like, oh my god, oh my. Would god. you really like it's David? Honest, oh, no, 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 no. Honestly, honestly though, like, like I, I just, I, I, it never looked across my mind, and I was shocked. I was like, oh my god, how did they, <laughs> did they manage that? Ah, uh, can be tempted with money. Uh, That's it. That's it. The BBC lights not because they didn't do much last year. Um, new brand new stuff, so they, they had. Yeah. Um, so thinking as unrealistic as you want to be here, there's there's no realistic or anything. But which one TV show would you love to be in? Uh, Better Call Saul. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to be in that show. 
great writing, great acting, great cinematography. Just ticks all my boxes. Absolutely fantastic show. Um, so. Yeah. That's good. That's a curveball there, isn't it? Yeah. For every other question, I've spent about twenty minutes thinking of thinking of an answer, and at the very end, you know, I hit a curveball at the part there. So never mentioned that before, but okay, then that's, <laughs> it's a great show, a fantastic show. I, w- I would have said it, but I've already seen it like multiple times, you know. So I wanted to sort of pick stuff that I hadn't sort of watched well, before. I understand, for like. like you can answer however you want in any question, but yeah, like, oh, okay, okay. I was expecting you to say something like Mandalorian or something you had watched. No. And like, I mean, hey, obviously, I, I wouldn't have turned these jobs down. <laughs> I would take it and I can get. Take it. I'll bet any TV show you want me to get. <laughs> love Island, Jim, yeah, that's even a guest at the moment. Oh, I, I'd love to. Do you know what? I tell you, I'd love to go on Love Island just oh, to let. Just, no, but Noah's like one of these, you know, horrible, vacuous people. Like, I'd love to go in and just I go. Such a person, why are you that. Why are you falling in love with that guy? You've been in for two days. What is? I just I'd go in and I'd just be as obnoxious to these people as possible. That's the only, the only reason I'd ever go in. Ever touched that? There's only decent Scotch person has ever touched that show. Ian Sterling. Like yeah, and he's the he doesn't even go near it. He's just the host making fun the, of them. You know, yeah, the voiceover. Um, no, that's the only decent thing with that. Sh- Show is Ian Sutherland. Like, don't get me wrong, I watch it every year. Like, every year you watch the first episode. Oh, I watch it. You're going to watch the first episode, and and that's all that happens. And um, and I have talked to some of the the, the, the contest, contestants. Like, I know, I don't know him personally, but I spoke to Anton, who was in it yeah. two years ago. Um, he's from uh-huh. Glasgow. Um, I know I've met Paige, who was in it last year. And yeah. And I remember finally, I remember meeting, funny story about, um, about me meeting Paige that won it, the winter one last year. She was literally one of the last celebrities I met before lockdown. It was the last event I went to. Uh, and I was talking to Paige and I remember Finley's face mm-hmm. um, just was an absolute picture because we were talking about things that like kind of exact things, but like we we're talking about like, deep fried Mars bar and we were talking yeah. about Paisley and Govan and <laughs> we were going right into the Metagate of Scotland. And Finley's face was just getting more of and more of a picture because obviously the more we were talking about Scotland, the more Scottish we were getting. And, and he and he couldn't understand. Nah. He's like, <laughs> have I picked right? Was the, was the last thing he said and walked away. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I hope I hope that that hasn't happened with us. You know, I hope that, that you're not sitting there going, what are, what are they saying? I have no I have no clue. Well, we'll um, release the transcript. Don't worry. Uh, you can read, read along. With it. Um, what's your f- one one favorite TV kids TV show? Um, you can't answer the four o'clock club. That's the easy answer. Okay. Uh, probably uh, the Sarah Jane Adventures. Oh yeah, Elizabeth Arden, fantastic. Yep, uh, definitely. Under uh, very much underrated actress. I would say so. She was not appreciated before it was too late. Um, definitely. And um, that was a good TGS. I like that one. Um, what one show would you bring back? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I don't. I don't know. Um, it can be as unrealistic as you want. Well, well give, give me a, give me a, give me a for instance. What would you bring back? And that friends. might friends. Why? Because I want to see what they're doing now. Oh. Not the actors. I want to see what the characters are doing now. 
I have a controversial opinion. I don't really like friends. I, I I'm sorry. Anyway, I, I, see, I was taking a drink at that point and nearly choked. Uh... <laughs> see, the only sitcom, like, like adult sitcom, like actual, like, you know, the only sitcom that I've ever watched really properly that I actually like is a sitcom called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I know of it. I, I keep meaning to watch it. It's on Netflix. And I keep meaning to watch it's it. Absolutely brilliant. That I, I'd recommend that as a sitcom. It's on its fifteenth. Like, Season now, it's like ridiculous the amount of seasons that they're doing now, but I, I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, I think but, those kind of things when you've not watched anything like that, when you see 15 seasons, it's like, do you really want yeah. to start that? No, like, definitely. If you haven't watched anything at all, it's like that puts you off a yeah. bit. Not, not oh, bad, but oh, right. I, I bring back Firefly. Oh, which was a show that never got finished, so I'd, I'd bring that back and finish that. Hate when that happens, I know it's horrible. Like when you get axed, I can understand people, shows get axed and all that, but if it gets axed and it's axed in a cliffhanger, it should always be brought back for one episode. Yep, definitely. Um, or a film like Downton Abbey or something like that. Yeah, not all shows can translate into the big screen, but no. at, least, at the very least be one episode. Um, yep. Just to tie up all the loose ends and finish it. Um, yeah. Um, and then other shows should end before they finish, like Game of Thrones. Um, I'll give a throw. Um, don't even. We're gonna. Lewis and I are. Lewis and I are gonna do that for the for the podcast eventually. I've got some very strong held opinions about that show. First seven seasons, I have got some great opinions of it. Yeah. See, no, up to me. It was up to season four, and then after that, nah. Done. Oh, no, I can understand up to season four. I can understand that, but no, up to season seven was okay. Even up to the penultimate episode was was. was no. Was, <laughs> Because I've read the books. I've read. Oh, the I've books. never read the books. I, I've never read the books on that, so I can't comment on the books. But yep. even up to season eight, it was like the character mm-hmm. building and the character it was okay. The the last episode, I will, will go down in history as probably the worst ever episode of a TV show. Easily, yeah. Like, they've never, there'll be programs that have not even been made yet that will not be <laughs> as bad, like hundred percent easily. Like the cast, the, the cast, um, and I've met a few that the cast from the show um and the, the cast were fantastic like don't get me wrong yeah. the actors were, were brilliant and 95 percent of the writing of game of thrones and of all tv shows some of, I, i've said it before writers are underrated some or under appreciated sometimes yeah but certainly with that if last episode they were appreciated exactly how they should be anyway before i say something i regret i'll move I on know. i know um one tv show you would bin I would bin. What uh, one you watch and you think that was utter rubbish? Why did I waste my time? Bin. Uh, all of the Real Housewives. <laughs> Every single one. Like, I don't but care. Any of the spin-offs or whatever. All of them. These, like, I don't know how you can sit. Like, this, this, this might be a controversial thing. If you can sit for hours and hours and watch the lives of these people and like, root for them and hope that their problems get solved, I don't know. I just I, I watched one episode because my mum likes it, and I was just like, I don't know how you can continue to care about these people. So I just not. I just I just think that <laughs> I just don't. I just don't think they're that interesting or that nice or that honest at all. And the you sad know? thing is, I think some of that's scripted. Like they'll say it's not. Oh, I. Of course it is. Some of it's most of it's scripted, I would say. Definitely, but no, I can understand that. Um, for me, it's Love Island or Towie. Um, yeah, I have to easily get rid See, of there's it. an honest wait, Towie. 
Oh. So they only race Essex. I know. I thought you meant um, what do you call it, the Geordie Shore? Oh, yeah, anything like that. Yeah, I just yeah, pull them all, Terry. If it's yeah, a reality yeah. show that's got a bit of honesty about it, a bit of sort of you know, it's like these are actual re- like, like proper people, not like living in like New Jersey or or Orange County, and you've got about eighteen houses, and you go about eating brunch with your wee dog in your handbag or whatever. I can't be bothered with that. It's like if it's like. A bit more sort of down to earth, and a bit more sort of you know people that you could actually imagine is existing. Then yeah, I would I would give. So like what? I go. Tony and Bev who doing the road in Glasgow. Can... Ah, exactly. There should be there should be a real housewives of like of like Govan or like Knightswood or something like that. Well, that should... there was not necessarily Govan, but there, there was the, the the TV show called The Scheme. I've but... not seen The Scheme. You have never seen The Scheme? You've I've seen... never seen The Scheme. So I'm from just outside Kilmarnock. Uh-huh. I remember uh, when the scheme came on. The scheme for any of the listeners, oh, oh, we're going down this road, I'm sorry, we've gone down this <laughs> uh, The scheme for anyone that hasn't, that's listening and thinks, what is this scheme? It was a BBC documentary um, about this rundown part of Kilmarnock, yeah. uh, which is a town in Scotland. If you know football at all, it's Kilmarnock's a big team. Um, Kelly's its nickname. Um and um, yes, it was uh, about the the people that lived in that scheme, and mm-hmm. let's just say it was uh, not very fitting for Kilmarnock. It did not help the town. <laughs> it was supposed to help regenerate the town, and yeah, it's probably made it a lot worse. Um, it's made names of people that, that shouldn't have names, um, right. like Marvin and. I'd need to watch it. I'm gonna need to watch it now. I'm gonna need to look it up. I don't know if you can. I think it's not an iPlayer. I know that much. Oh. <laughs> BBC don't want anything to do with it now. Um, but yes, that was, that was certainly a different one. But we'll talk about reality there. Um, what run reality show would you be part of, if you were asked? Now, that doesn't mean I'm not, not talking necessarily Terry or that. It can be a talent mm. one. It can be anything like that. So anything that has to do with like. Well, you class reality. So I have a class reality like so like you know, Dancing and I, Strictly, I'm a celebrity, Terry, anything like that. I'd probably go where I'm a celebrity. Right. Okay, why? Because I, I I want to see if like, they actually do like eat horrible stuff on that show and whether it's just pretend. Because I know I know like I know that there's shows like that a lot of it is just like manufactured. Like Jeremy Kyle before it was taken off there, it was like the the people that, that worked on the show would go in and they would like agitate the guests to make them more sort of rowdy. So that show was just completely it was very much at the expense of people's feelings to try and get them as angry as possible. So I don't like there's definitely sort of artificial elements of shows and I'd want to know how real these these things that they're eating are. Do I mean all right, I'll be devil a devil's advocate then, right? Because I think I'm sorry and I'm just having same with Jamie Kyle and I believe that. But I'm sorry I think it's one hundred percent true. It's, it's everything mm. what you see is true. I'm not saying it's not it's edited, but it's not like like it's what's filmed is filmed. What you see is actually filmed and what things like yeah. that. Um, all I'll say is, did you watch last season? Did you watch it last year? I did, yeah. Yes, when it was in Wales. That's did right, yeah. Did you see the reaction of Jordan? I didn't see the reaction of Jordan. When he goes, Turf more. Safe place, safe place, Turf more, Turf more. 
that I didn't see like that no matter how good an actor you are and he's not an actor he's a radio presenter he cannot put that on no I don't think it's I don't think it's like I think the majority of it is real I just what like in, in the terms of like what they're eating in like the Bush Tucker trials, I want to know if it's like how much of it is actually just what they say it is. Have and you seen them book? Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. I, I, but it, even that, I just want to do it for the experience. You know, it looks no, like a good experience, definitely. Yeah, you know, I understand the experience side of it, but no, I think it's exactly, yeah, it's a kangaroo's, mm-hmm, it's definitely, <laughs> uh, it's definitely that, um, without a doubt. Um, but that, that that's us. The last question of the of the, the episode is: What would be your top three shows of all time? Oh, that's that's difficult. Um, well, number one is Better Call Saul, without a doubt. Um, number two, uh, Rick and Morty. Um, and number three. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, I would say. That's so a good promotion a... for good UK TV there. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, there are three good TV shows that you've, you've picked there. But, but that's us. You have reached the end of, of the, the oh, podcast. Boy. That was your TV life, um, certainly up until now. Um, you are only young, so long may it continue. Um, Hopefully. We'll be we'll be bringing this back, bringing this episode back when you win your BAFTA or even better your Oscar. Um, <laughs> yeah, I interviewed him before he was well known. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll get you back on in years to come and say, well, you know, this is where you started. Yeah, um, you made your name on. This is your TV life. That's it. That's what happened. I highly yeah. doubt it, but yeah. Well, um, you never know. Thank, remember and thank me in your speech. <laughs> I shall. I shall. Anyway, thank you very much for for, for joining us, Daniel, once again. Um, and you guys, thank you very much for listening. Um, make sure you take by join us in the socials um, on Instagram and Twitter for updates on who we have on next. And join us next week when we'll have another great guest talking about their TV life. Once again, Daniel, thank you very much for, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, and guys, take care.